somebody last night on social media. We're going to address that. We're also going to address something that happened last night. First, let me say my good mornings to people. Why is that echoing? 
It shouldn't be echoing. Everything turned out okay. So let's get the good mornings out of the way. Special Kale here again first. She says, damn, you guys are slacking lately. Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, good morning and happy hump day. Right back at you, Jen. Congratulations on all your good news. Maybe you can enjoy a sour apple smoothie. When eating out a girl with syphilis, she queefs and a green liquid comes out of her vagina and goes into your mouth. Since this is extremely disgusting, you puke all over her vagina, yet continue to eat. I went to your mom's house to get a sour apple smoothie. That was bad. By the way, Bradley is texting me. He's at the golf course yet again today. Good for him. He says, ass is on the golf course. There you go. Four. Turn that up. (laughs) Uh, Derek is in the house. Derek, how are you, my friend? He, uh... Becca! Yes, yes. There you go, Derek. Uh, He says... Where are we at here? Good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. There you go. Uh-oh. Oh, my lucky stars. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only bratty kid. Bye, Felicia. There you go. Bye, Felicia. Uh, Andrew, well, let's get back to this right sound effect page. Andrew says, happy hump day, hump day, hump day. He arrives in Oklahoma, says, good morning. Ghost says, well, I just puked. Sorry, Fred. You, you got into it with someone on social media? You? No. You're a delicate little flower. You don't argue, do you? Uh, congratulations, you Lynchburg, Jen. Almost made me spew. Yucca. I'm just not found of apples, darn it. And a very good morning to you, Mr. Kirky. Straight Fire says, I am here. All right. Everybody here? Everybody, look, you, you strapped in? Because we're going, we're going fast and hard right now. Last night at the Hollywood Bowl, a place that I've been to and I've seen a couple concerts at. It's quite a venue. There's a comedian there last night. Yeah, you might have heard of him. His name is Dave Chappelle. While the show was coming to a near end, somebody decided to get on stage and attack Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle got speared. You know, when Goldberg, like, hits you with the tackle? He got speared by a dude who I think was a transgender dude. Got speared, and then Dave just kept punching. See, the spear is good because it can take you down, but it don't knock you out unless you got Goldberg-type strength. This little, whatever their pronouns are, this little alphabet mafia member was not that strong. He took Dave Chappelle down, but then Dave Chappelle and about 12 other people decided to take him backstage and put an ass-whooping on him so bad they had to call an ambulance. I say bravo to Dave Chappelle, Busta Rhymes, Jamie Foxx. Chris Rock came out on stage and after the whole thing melee happened. He goes, was that Will Smith? But I got to tell you right now, I dare a motherfucker. Oh, I, I, I dare a motherfucker. Oh, just one time. Because, look, 
I'm a very superstitious person. Very superstitious. When it comes to things. The first ever real big stand-up show that I did was at the Silver Legacy. I had done some smaller shows, getting ready for it. And I, I sold out the Silver Legacy, which I'm still very proud of to this day. And a dear friend of mine who was a, a special ops person, he was a Navy SEAL, gave me a gift. He gave me a knife that he used on his missions. I carry that knife in my pocket every show I do. I've got a knife that was sharpened by a Navy SEAL in my fucking pocket every show I do. What do you think is going to happen to you, motherfucker? You come on my stage, your ass is going to get cut. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. You're going you're gonna to go home in an ambulance if you come up on my stage. Uh, there's not a lot of video of the beatdown yet here. I, I will share the story with you that I got. There, there's a few angles uh, of it. Th- this has got to stop. This has got to stop. We, 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 we can't go uh, uh, assaulting comedians on stage. And by the way, I am not happy about saying this one at all, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. As soon as Will Smith did it, all comedians came out and said, now what? Now we've got the biggest comedian in the world at a major venue where somebody crawls on stage and is able to get to him? Where's security? Now emo kids are going to charge on even stage. Where was security? Oh, if I'm Dave Chappelle, I am suing the Hollywood Bowl. I'm suing them for everything they got. You let me get attacked on stage? Mm-mm. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. A little secret. Most comedians have major psychological issues. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Most comedians have major psychological issues. And the one place that they feel like home is standing on a stage telling jokes. That's the place that they feel comfortable. That's their home base. That's their fortress of solitude. And we're allowing people to take that away? Well, let's go attack George Clooney on a movie set. How about we kick the shit out of Scarlett Johansson in some movie she's making if we don't agree with what that movie's about? Here's what you do there, transgender person that attacked Dave Chappelle. Don't buy a fucking ticket to his show. God fucking damn it. I am so sick and tired of this bullshit crybaby fucking world that we live in. which is going to transfer nicely into this talk about abortion. It's scarier than that. He had a fake gun with a knife attached to it, too. Fuck that. I wouldn't go after Alec Baldwin on set. No, he's already, he's already fucking, he, he, set the, he set the framework in place already. You come after me, you get shot. 
Oh, no, 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 that was not me. No, no, no. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. No, never. Never, even though we have video proof that you did. So there you go. So Dave Chappelle attacked last night. Almost the way I was attacked last night. Let's go to Facebook, shall we? I am on a very good friend of mine's page, my friend Brandon. Firefighter, husband, son, one of the closest friends and best friends I've ever had in my entire life. He put a post up there. It says, oh, now you want to preach my body, my choice, but you wanted me to get a shot? Get out of here. So a lot of people, um, they were like, yes, right on, Brandon. Good for you. Uh, until. Uh, let's see. Where does she come in? I think I said something first. Uh-huh. Brand- oh, no, that's not her. Hold on. Let's oh did all my did all my stuff get taken down? No. Warbird, you took down all my shit? Or that girl did that did that girl do it all? Hold on a second here. I hit previous comments. Here we go. Uh, I, I I put thank you. You get it. That's what I wrote to the warbird. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, if this bitch fucking just, I I will lose my shit. I will not even be happy. There she is. Brandy Thomas Anderson. You dumb fuck. She decided to sit. What did she say first here? Uh, no uterus, no voice. Solid rule of thumb. Okay. All right. Somebody by the name of Chris Payne decided to enter in this conversation. Said, hashtag my body, my choice was years before 2020. Okay. All right. Oh, here we go. This is where we get into it. Now, now, here we go. She did not. You just have to hit all the damn previous replies. Uh, I wrote to Brandon. I said, uh, Brandon, isn't it funny how it's different now? It seems the goalposts get moved again to fit the narrative. So we should just quiet down and let the educated speak. That's all I said. I didn't come after her, didn't come after anybody. So she decided to come after me, Brandy Thomas Anderson. Arnie states again for the folks in back, forcing a woman to carry an unwanted pregnancy to term in events such as rape, incest, or mom's ability to carry the baby to term without terminal consequences to her life is not the same as asking public safety personnel being required, which is what which you weren't, 
to get immunizations at the time of a worldwide crisis that would lessen the public spread that shut the entire global economy down. All I said to her was, as long as it makes sense to you, bless your heart. Let me know when you can get pregnant, and I will take your opinion seriously. By the way, you can just tell me to fuck off. I'm not a snowflake. I don't need your bullshit patronizing. Yeah, I was engaged in a civilized conversation about one of the most important issues in a woman's life and rights. So I'll scroll. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the. Uh, I said, you're very welcome, and you go right on believing this is nothing more than a way to rile up supporters, you, before the midterm election so one side doesn't lose its ass. If you want to play in a grown-up world, then use that empty space between your ears to fill it with grown-up thoughts. Brandon was laughing at that. That was my post. Arnie states, I tend to attach to grown-up thoughts for forcing reproduction. Please keep mansplaining issues to me that don't affect you. I'm assuming you have a penis and not a vagina, but I guess I shouldn't have. And then I said, so I'll tell you what. I invite you to explain your point uninterrupted on my show tomorrow. I dare you. Little Kathy Marie says, please tell me you're going to call Arnie tomorrow. Please record it. Then Brandy comes along and says, explaining my point that having reproductive rights and freedom is not the same as first responders being asked required to be vaccinated. They, they aren't the same fucking right. You're kidding me, right? It's a false equivalency. That is the whole reason I engaged on this post. From a longtime friend I love and respect. I have business to manage and a family to raise. The time of your radio show. So I think I'll save my grown-up thoughts for something productive tomorrow. And then I responded back with nothing but the chicken head emoji. I said, I'm surprised that with all that you do, all you're responsible for, you had the time to go back and forth on a a social media exchange. She says, yep, it's called after work. So now, this person doesn't know me, doesn't know where I stand. First of all, if you were to have a conversation with me, you would know that I agree with you completely on rape and incest victims. I think it's deplorable that the states are passing these laws that don't allow those, those people to do that with their own body. I think that's terrible. Now, If you think that there is some sort of fucking difference between the pregnancy, my body, my rights issue, and the inoculations, my body, my rights issue, if you think there's a difference in there, then you need to just turn off the show. Because you don't get it. Aren't you so mean? She had to pull her super over each time she replied. Douglas, happy hump day to you. Alicia, good morning. Demanding people have a certain set of genitalia is transphobic hate, and she's clearly a turf. Good morning, Ogre. Using that logic that women can't decide circumstances or son, not because she doesn't have a dick unless she's a hermaphrodite. So, 
Brett, good morning. I'm sorry. I was Buenos Dias, Ogre. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry I was going through that. Business to manage and family raise. At this moment, I have an hour to argue my point via keyboard warrior training. Rape and incest account for 1% of abortions for your information. Now, now once again, now let's remember the state of California did have a law that they wanted to put in place. And so goes California, so goes the rest of the United States. At least it used to be that way. This bill that they had said that everybody that worked in California had to get the shot. Not just first responders. Not just fucking police officers. No, 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 no. If you had a job, you had to get the inoculation. Now, let's take a look at this. You get pregnant. Now, now, now. I have to breathe. Because my southern grown-up in the church is going to come out a little bit here. And I don't want to offend anybody. But let me just say this right now. If you think you are responsible enough to do the hoopty doopty, then get ready for a baby nine months later. You can abstain. Now, I know that's not realistic, but hey, 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 hey. There's always ways to not get pregnant. If you don't want the gut, take it in the butt. Jack the dude off. Give him oral. Eat her out. There are plenty of ways that you can get your rocks off by not having sex. But you decided to have sex, okay? All right? And you got knocked up. Now, that wasn't planned. So, so you want the ability to say, my body, my choice, even though I fucked up. I messed up here. I would look at the other one as more of a, 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 uh, a, a violation of my rights. Because to work in the state of California, you have to get a shot. So they're going to force something in your body. We don't know the long-term ramifications of this. Now, I, I took the shot because I trusted our government. I trusted the people. Who knows, in two years, I could drop dead because I took the shot. But you force people to wear masks. You force people to get the shot. And you want to say it's different? Please, please, I, 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 I am giving the floor to anyone right now who would like to try to explain to me how this is different. I'm not going to interrupt you. I, I, will, I will have a conversation with you with the utmost respect for your thought. Sixty-nine. Well, that's part of oral. I'm excited, Southern Arnie. Bring it on. Mike and I were just talking about how Arnie has been home for two years. And we have yachtnet and slipped back into his Texas accent. I would like you to enrage yourself into your southern roots. Bring out the y'alls and bless your hearts. Here's hoping. Well, I, I let that bless your heart out last night. Boy, that was a good one, too, on the social media. By the way, still waiting. My pullout game is strong, but I accept the risk that I have another child when I have sex. But you 
You accept the risk. Brandy also doesn't have time to call in after work because she has to breastfeed her 13-year-old. Am I wrong? I, I, I'd like to know. First of all, am I wrong? Are these two, are, are these two things different? In y'all's opinion, here, here's the music. When I say my body, my choice, how are these different? I'm not going on until somebody tells me how they're different. No, not wrong. I just want to know why no one is saying the pro-abortion protesters. The Supreme Court does say it's a state's rights issue, and each state can decide for themselves how and when abortions are legal. Then you get to help shape that discussion in your own state. To my next point, why is California, anyone in California, New York, or protesting where abortions will be legal? I'm waiting. Uh, They are different because the vaccine is supposed to prevent your body from getting and therefore spreading the deadly virus. Pregnancy is not contagious, so it's not the same different choices to be made. No, no one is forcing a woman to get pregnant. The government is forcing you to get a vaccine. Okay. Ken Dog, happy hump day to you, my friend. But we do know that, that and, and like it or not, and I will use this in arguments and I don't care, we know that abortions actually are better for society. And, and you're, looking at, you're looking at your computer right now. How are abortions better? It was proven in 1990. 18 years after uh, abortions were legalized, the, the number of new prisoners dropped dramatically by like 75%. And you can trace that all back to women getting abortions. That's why the jails saw a time when they weren't being overfilled. So there's public health concern in there. But the problem is, is that, that nobody forced you to have let, – let, let's get to the abortion. Let, let's get to the 1%. Since everybody likes to be hung up, including me, on the 1% of rapes and incest, I think wholeheartedly those should be made legal from day one. Now, you, you can't wait until the baby's born and then kill it. You can't do the infant side. I should have asked that Brandy chick about that. Where do you stand on infant side? Should you be able to kill a kid after being born two weeks? 
<laughs> pregnancy is contagious. When one friend gets pregnant, so do the rest. This this abortion issue, by the way, now, now that I've talked about it, I'm here to say that I did a disservice to you yesterday, and I, I realized it as soon as the show ended. And let's talk about this, shall we, the, the, this whole abortion thing. This abortion thing, is nothing more than the Democrats using this to get their side all amped up and vote in the midterm elections. Who said, was it Ratberg that said it in the text? Yeah. If this comes down to a state's rights thing, abortions haven't gone anywhere unless you live in a fairly religious state. I live in a fairly religious conservative state. They aren't going to be legal here. So, if you don't like it, get out. Or, don't have unprotected sex. Use every form of birth control you got. Get the, the, the IED in there. And get the, get that all set up, ladies. Take the pill. Guys, wear a condom and then pull out when you wear a condom. I'm not saying they're all foolproof. There's still a chance. One could slip by the goalie. Let's see, uh, Arnie asked this, if the government can prove that vaccines are a greater good for the public as a whole, then I'm sure an argument can be made that the government forced abortions and or sterilizations are for the greater good too. Those that say abortion issues uh, and the vaccine issues are not the same, then what about abortion, vaccine, and forced sterilizations? That's a great call. It is the same thing. But the problem is is that abortions are not going anywhere. It's not like they're going to go and get all of the abortion doctors and murder them and say, whew, we're no longer going to have abortions. People proved, and I'm not, look, look, I have to tell this story because it's true. My grandmother, Edna, sometime in the 30s, Look, Grandma was kind of a slut. I ain't going to lie. She threw the paw out there, and she got knocked up in the 30s, and she wasn't married, and she already had a son. My grandmother had a back alley abortion. And guess what? It fucked her up so bad that she could never have any other kids. And that's what happened in the 30s. Do I think that there is a place for abortion in our world? Yes, absolutely I do. I hate to see it used as a form of birth control. I hate it even more when it's used because the people find out that their kids have something wrong with them. Like they have Down syndrome or something like that, and they're like, okay, terminate it. 
I think that's awful. I'm not going to tell anybody to do with, with their body, though. Like I said, this all comes down to that final, can you look yourself in the mirror? If you aborted a fetus because it was going to be retarded, can you really look yourself in the mirror? But know something here. Please know this. If I can do anything for you, let me educate you as a voter. All this is is the abortion issue times 10. You know when you know when they have these big national elections when the president's on the line, they throw in the abortion thing about 6 to 8 weeks out from the election. They're throwing this out there now because they need time to make this work. Because this is nothing more than we want to save our jobs. You right there said, uh, is a place for abortion. It's called California, New York. Oh, and a bunch of other Democratic-run states. Sure. Democrats are so fucking divisive. Like, I don't see the same tactics coming from Republicans to divide. Granted, both parties are trash, but the rhetoric that Dems push is always us versus them versus pro-violence, yeah? Just because your grandma had sex and got pregnant and not married does not make her a slut. It makes her a human. Your grandmother should not have had to hit her pregnancy and have a back alley abortion. Not in the 30s, not today. Just because a woman has sex and gets pregnant does not mean she's a slut. It means she's unlucky. It takes two to get pregnant. Just because a woman is left holding the bag does not mean she's morally wrong. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right, Jen. 100%. I said throw it in there just for fun. I don't think my grandmother was a slut. When you call my grandmother a slut in front of me, I'll kill you. But uh, but but that's what they were deemed as back then in the 30s. If you had sex with somebody that wasn't your husband, you got knocked up. You were a you were a slut. Having a child changed your life. For me, having my son made life so much better. Yeah, there were struggles, but nothing has brought me more joy than my son. Yeah, a lot of people see that. Abortions ruin potential development of society. Make women have the babies. And if they regret it enough, they'll invent a Terminator to go back in time to stop the pregnancy. Was it a midget? That would explain. No, I, I don't think it was a midget. I think my, my grandmother's midget fear comes from her early childhood. But all this is is a way to get people riled up. Uh, Warbird is here. Last night was fun. Yeah, I was just talking about it, Warbird. This stupid-ass Brandy, whatever her fucking name is. I'm sorry if she's a friend of yours. She ain't a friend of mine. She's too goddamn stupid to be a friend of mine. To say that those two things are not the same. Just because she lives in Nevada and it was only for, the the shot was only forced on first responders. Like I said, in California, there was a bill in place where everybody working, from first responders to grocery store clerks to shoe salesmen, to, to, to janitors. If they wanted to work, if they wanted to get a paycheck, they had to get a shot. Isn't a baby kind of injected into your body if you think about it? 
You know, you get that hot beef injection. Uh, I was about to slap you for calling your grandmother a slut. Just because she was generous with her pussy does not make her slutty. Can we stop talking about my grandmother's vagina now? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Look, the double standard was totally in place, and it's still in place. Men never got looked down upon. Men were held up for all the ass they got. It's a it, Look, look. One of these days, we're going to do a double standard show. We'll, we'll talk about sluts versus studs, the double standards of teacher sex, the double standard of the R or the, the N word. At least Ed to ever ask where he could get prophylactics. Amen to that. Amen to that. Straight Bar says, I love this show. So, so. Look here, I I know that I've been worked up about this. I have to I have to pull back. I'm, I'm going to give you other stories about what people are saying about this from yesterday, including celebrities, because of course we need to hear from celebrities about this. Uh, but please know, if you are pro-choice, you're still going to be able to get. Uh, 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 an abortion, rightfully so. You just might have to go out of your state for it. Let's see. All right. Uh, ooh, this is a big one here. Obviously, I was pro-vaccine. I would still remain pro-mask. I do think there's a huge difference between forcing someone to wear a mask and forcing a pregnancy. I'm unaware of anyone dying from wearing a K95 mask. I am aware of the mortality rate of pregnant women in the U.S. Okay. So let's change this from the mask because the mask was thrown in there as well. This is about the vaccine. There are plenty of people that died from taking the vaccine. Maybe not as many as women who die from pregnancy, from forced pregnancy. And by the way, by the way, if you live on the West Coast, all you have to do is go to California and you can get an abortion. All they have people, uh, I have my, my thoughts on people that don't, Follow what I choose to believe and follow. I remain uh, on course with my body autonomy. The problem with what's happening is God is being used to remove part of our United States Constitution that inevitably removes 50 years of women's rights. At the end of the day, in my opinion, this will divide the country in more ways we could ever imagine. Unfortunately, no good will come of it. And you're absolutely right. This is what's going to happen. And then I'm going to get into this. States that are notoriously Democrat, so the entire West Coast, New Mexico, all of the Northeast, um, let's see, all the Northeast, pretty much all of the, the Central North, well, not, not like the Dakotas, but Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, those are Democratic states. They'll be allowed there. Just think about it this way. Think about it this way. You don't want to come to the states where abortions are illegal because we're all a bunch of cousin fucking hillbillies here. Why would you want to come here? Don't come here. 
No, stay away. We're all inbreds. Once again, abortion not going anywhere. In some states it will, though. But you can still get an abortion in this country. The end. The Great Lakes states, yeah, like Michigan, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah, those. But all this is is a way to get people riled up for the midterm election. Because there are a lot of people that aren't going to vote in the midterm election. Because it's a midterm election. It's not, as I like to put, it's not the sexy election to vote in. You're going to get people in November walking around with the I Voted stickers, and people are going to go, what did you vote on? Today's an election day? And those aren't all the people that live in my ass-backward hillbilly states. This is a way to force people to the polls. I've got to vote on this. This is important to me. I want to put this person off. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Let, let, let's go. First of all, let, let's talk about this document that was released. By the way, it was stolen. This was a draft that was stolen. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts said, yes, this was authentic. But we have to find out who leaked this. Leaking this document could be one of the most un-American things that's ever happened to our country. If you think about it now, the person that released this, obviously, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, as, I, I shouldn't say obviously. I'm betting it's a person who leans to the left. That's what I'm betting. And they released this to rile up their side. Okay? So once again, the left is, is causing all this panic and mayhem. Why? Because they're not getting their way. How about the right does this? The next time the left talks about getting rid of guns, let's get rid of guns. Let's have people, let, let, let's, go to, let's go to all legal gun owners and take all their guns, and then watch what happens. Oh, wait, we're seeing that in all these states that have defunded the police, i.e., Portland, Chicago, New York, Minnesota, Austin. Uh, they should allow it everywhere. The median age is 35 or above because as Lisa taught us a few weeks ago at 35, the uterus and eggs are shit and geriatric. No, I don't like that because my mom was 42 when I was born. Uh, and if that's the case, we old folks don't need to be taking unnecessary chances with high-risk geriatric pregnancies. Keep abortion legal. Uh, happy hump day, Cowboys girl. How are you? So the leaking of this document is a huge problem. 
Because now, if the Supreme Court doesn't vote on this and make this go away, they're going to say they were they 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 were they were coerced by the left. And if they do make it, if they do make it go away, well, they're just fucking angry baby killers. So the Supreme Court's fucked. All because somebody decided to leak this unfinished writing. Scott says they're making, uh, they're saying it was a clerk for Judge Sotomayor. This person will most likely be disbarred from law, but unfortunately when they're exposed, the left will make them a national hero. They'll make them a national, the left will try to make them a hero, but the problem is, is that they will be arrested. They won't only be disbarred, they will be arrested for this. How awesome would it be if this was a massive troll job by the Supreme Court? <laughs> gotcha. They'll become a commentator on CNN. Uh, so, so the document got leaked. John Roberts calling for an investigation. They'll get the investigation. Don't call the FBI because they can't figure anything out. Then, of course, we had to get Captain Stupid out. Last week, President Harris and I no, no, Stood no, in the United no. States Capitol. No, 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 Joe, Joe, she's the vice president. You are the president. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. President Biden on Tuesday declared that he's not prepared to leave the issue privacy of whims of the republic in local areas, warning that a draft of the Supreme Court opinion overturning Roe versus Wade was a radical decision that would jeopardize a whole range of rights. First of all, this president is picking up where his predecessor, Mr. Obama, fucked up. Joe, you as a sitting United States president should not be commenting on this. You know all that money that Hunter Biden got you from Ukraine and China and Russia that's sitting in, in a trust somewhere? waiting for you to get out of office. Okay, all that money, is, you remember, you're going to have to pay all that money to Kyle Rittenhouse because you called him a racist murderer. Okay, see, you, you open your mouth. And Barack Obama did the same thing and caused things like Ferguson, Missouri to happen. Do we remember Ferguson, Missouri? where a young man attacked a police officer, tried to get his gun, and was shot dead in the street for it, and rightfully so shot dead in the street. You go for a cop's gun, you're going to get shot dead. This, by the way, after he robbed, he strong-arm robbed a convenience store, which that night then was looted Because President Obama decided to stick his fucking mouth in there. We had to get the National Guard involved in Ferguson, Missouri. If Roe were over... This, this is all you need to know right here. 
This is about the most honest journalism I've seen in the last 15 years. If Roe versus Wade were overturned, decisions about the legal status of abortion would be left to the individual states. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. As a cop, I confirmed that. What, that Obama did that? That, that? It was Obama's fault because he mentioned he, President Biden yesterday, God damn, that pains me to say, but I will say it. President Biden saying what he should have said yesterday was, it's too early on to talk about this. This is a great tragedy that something was leaked from our Supreme Court. And until we get to the bottom of the leak, I will not comment on this. That's what a leader does. Not come out and fight for the rights of his party. I thought he was going to be the great unifier. Now, I didn't mean that at all. That was sarcasm at its finest. This guy had no, he doesn't have the abilities, he doesn't have the skills to unite us as a people. He has, if it's, if it's possible, he has divided us even more. And now, with the abortion thing under his watch, everybody said Donald Trump was going to make abortion go away. I don't see Donald Trump in the White House right now. Do you? Isn't that weird? Well, there are all his justices there. Well, there aren't all his justices there. We're the majority of them. Well, that's just the way the world works. And, of course, that Emar Omen, that Ferris bitch that's a representative from Minnesota, she yesterday called for more people on the Supreme Court. We need to have more justices. <laughs> Jen says, I speak fluent sarcasm I'm following. Oh, if you go for a cop's gun, you'll die. Oh, absolutely. They found a they they found a bullet wound on the kid's thumb where it was right over the barrel as he was going for the gun. And they kind of go, oh, okay. But that didn't stop. See, see, instead of the president doing what was right and saying, I want a full investigation into this. Rather than getting everybody ramped up that it was a white cop and a black kid. Instead of doing the right thing, which was to settle the situation because that's the president's job. He made it a bigger deal. He made it such a big deal that they, the New York Times, liberal fucking newspaper, the New York Times on their print copy and on their website gave that cop's home address and phone number. If you drove by that guy's house the next day, you would see the lawnmower still in the lawn from where he was cutting the grass, and then he and his family were swept away to be taken to a safe place. We allow the, these people that, that don't get their ways, and yes, most of them are on the left, and I'm sorry about that. Do we not recall about George Zimmerman? 
George Zimmerman, who I thought had been, he should have been at least convicted of manslaughter in Florida. At least manslaughter, but they didn't charge him. They charged him for murder. He got to use the stand your ground law. Well, that upset Spike Lee. So Spike Lee decided to put his his address on Twitter because George Zimmerman lived with his parents. Problem is, Zimmerman, it's kind of a common name in Florida. And Spike Lee gave the wrong address out. But nothing happened to Spike Lee. The people who lived in that house who had to replace windows and, and scrub off spray paint, I'm sure they were very, very thankful to Spike Lee for doing that. No, they don't face any sanctions for that. They put it on Twitter and they, they let it happen. They put it on the New York Times. It's all public record. So, hey. You know, but the president decided that he was going to spew on this yesterday. Thank you, Mr. President. Mm. Oh, a final thing here on abortions. Here we go. We have to, of course, hear from celebrities to see what they they would say. Kristen Johnson says, my ladies, my beloveds, we must vote. We must fight again. Judge Apatow. They just wanted slavery and to deny most people the right to vote. Josh Gad, make no mistake, a majority in this country are angry tonight. Not a small majority, a giant majority. A majority is the bigger of the two, stupid. You don't have to say it's a giant majority. I am seeing that rage. I am hearing that rage. I'm feeling that rage. And to all scared women tonight, I will fight for you, and with you, I will fight like hell. We all must. The constant, this is Seth MacFarlane, who I can't stand anymore. Yes, these statements were all on Twitter. How about Elon Musk just erases them all or bans all these people? Seth MacFarlane, the consequences of allowing a small-minded former reality show host to appoint three Supreme Court justices. What about the fact that we allowed a dementia-riddled, old, creepy, hair-sniffing man to put one of them in? So not a minority of the majority. Like, he means the majority of the majority does. Such poignant words. Sophia Bush, who used to be on Chicago PD, and this gal is a fucking loon. How nice that these ideological nuts, just like you, who don't care about democracy or the will of the people, who overwhelmingly support a woman's right to choose, can feel safe inside the whilst... They eviscerate our rights and condemn women to die. Abortion will never end. Only safe abortions. I I don't want to. 
Rob Reiner. Two unelected people have decided that millions of American women will no longer have the right to make decisions regarding their reproductive health. As we take another big step towards fascism, never forget, elections matter. Who are the two unelected people? Elections matter. They sure as fuck do, and that's why they're Democrats right now in the House and in the fucking legend in, in the in the executive branch. Fuck. Oh, and uh, here we go. The last one. Alyssa Milano. Oh my fucking god. Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights. Draft opinion shows. It's not an official document. They haven't done shit yet. Settle down. They're going to write an opinion better than the one that was released, and they're going to allow this day. Okay. 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 All right. Here you go. Here you go. I'm going I'm to let it out there. How about in 2024, we decide, we vote, we the people. On the, on the abortion issue. We put it on the national ballot. And you can word it the way you want it, whether rapes and, and incest is on there, or this is just a woman's reproductive rights that she can have about five or six abortions a year if she wants. Hell, we'll start fucking a, a steak knife program. You get, you get five fucking... Abortions, the sixth one's a free set of steak knives. Oh, Scott, that's good. He says, I'm waiting for the idiots protesting outside the Supreme Court building to uh, uh, to storm inside. The left will say, this is nothing like January 6th. No, it's not. Not at all. Oh, please let that happen. Please let that happen today. (sighs) Andy Ricker just said, boo fucking who. Uh, Mia Farrow looks like we're going back 50 years. Here come the Backstreet Abortions and, of course, the coat hangers. No wire hangers. Mm, Another stupid idiot. If you're upset that Roe v. Wade is about to be overturned by the Supreme Court, you didn't vote in 2016, or you voted for Trump because you didn't like the smart lady. The smart lady. Would that be Hillary Clinton? I I would not deem her smart. George Takai. These motherfuckers really did it. First they came for black voters. Then they targeted LGBTQ families. Now women of America, they're overruling Roe versus Wade. We have to unite and strike back. Take the streets. Overwhelm them at the ballot box. They've gone too damn far. I swear George Takai has become a better actor on fucking Twitter than he ever was on Star Trek. Good morning, Hot Mama. How are you? 
by the way, by the way, no, no, you know what? No, no, I, I, I'm going to continue to show you what they're doing right now. Um, Elon Musk went after MSNBC. He was, he was being interviewed on, on MSNBC, and he decided to go after their parent network of NBC. And he slammed NBC for saying that basically Republicans are Nazis. Once again, I'd like to know why is it that free speech is so threatening to people? Why are people threatened so much by Elon Musk buying Twitter and saying he wants to get rid of all the bots, all the bullshit in there, and allow people to say what they want to say? I've seen that, that... Free speech is nothing more than the the newest racism call. I I find to be just utterly stupid. I I mean, really. We we are truly getting dumber as a people. Are they putting something in the water? (laughs) Can the symbol of the left go from being a donkey to a knee jerking up and down? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Uh, it is funny how everyone who was so upset last week that he, the, he landline Twitter are now using his company, the voice that they're just saying while still driving his cars. Oh, it's fantastic. Elon Musk has fucking ruined so many people. I, I... This is truly just, and yesterday when I thought about this whole thing being leaked, this is exactly what they do six weeks before a national election. They throw this one out there. And now they're throwing this one out there big time, saying the Supreme Court's going to rule against it, meaning that it has a chance still in every state. If it, See, now, now. Let me in, let let me let you in on this. What's going to happen? Now I I know I'm going to be right about this, so no need to tell me that I'm right. And when I am right, yes, I I, I promise I will only play this sound effect. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. This is where we are near the end of our society, and I thank God because I'm old. Every election now. Every election we vote on from from now until we get an actual leader that can bring us together as a people, you know, like Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I just pissed off every Democrat listening there. Um, remember when he got eighty percent of the the national vote? That I would say that that we were we were together as a country at that time. But every time we vote now, we are going to elect someone, and they're going to spend their their first few years, their first year or two getting rid of everything the previous administration set up. And it'll happen with Supreme Court justices because there's still a bunch of old ones on there. Clarence Thomas has got to get out of the way. So we we let another Democrat in there or, or who's ever in there. And this is what's going to happen now. 
All they're going to do is spend time overturning everything that was done before. You know, like like what Joe Biden did and what Donald Trump did. I can't let him out. By the way, Republicans, you're not safe on this show. I'm just letting you know. I've got something for you here in a, in, in a second that will show how you're just as evil and just as bad. Now, this is where you get involved. You have to vote. And you have to do all the voting, all the shitty voting. You have to vote for the state assembly or the state congress. Not the guys that go to Washington, but go to your state capitol and make the laws there. You have to vote on your city council, because if you vote on your city council, one day that city council member is going to go to the, the state commission. And then from the state commission, they're going to try and run for the national. Then it means something to you, or only when they get to the part where it's president. Everybody that pisses and moans and bitches about this, grab a mirror. I have been politically active since I was 18 years old. As a kid, I watched the news. Now, I was on a radio show for 24 years in the morning, and I was the the fat, lovable, snarky guy. I still talk politics. I've been following politics since Jimmy Carter. It fascinates me. I want no part of that life. I just want to be able to talk about it. And I've talked about it intelligently for the past, I don't know, almost 30 years that I've been broadcasting. And if you want to try to pigeonhole me to one group or the other, that's fine. That's quite all right. But it's so funny that when one side disagrees with the other, they're automatically Nazis now. I think it's great. Well, the Republicans are Nazis. Uh, By the way, this is a a new thing that's out there now. Um, Are you ready for this? You ready? This is what our government and, and people that work in higher-ups are doing. Whenever the video is played of the lunar landing, you know, when they step foot on, on, on the moon, this is one giant step for, uh, for man, one giant leap for mankind. They have to issue a trigger warning. I'm not kidding. This is true. They have to put a warning up there because they say man and mankind. Oh, no, that's true. The moon landing has to have a trigger warning. Because it could trigger people because they say man and mankind. Big Coop says that moon footage is fake as the Ukraine war. Thank you. Appreciate that. 
Now, Republicans, remember I told you I have something for you. I got something for you. Now, it's funny because Jen P. Sucky came out yesterday and says that the mandate is not to adjudicate what is true or false online otherwise. The new disinformation board will be nonpartisan and apolitical. That's what the government says. Oh, I totally believe them. Just like I believe this. Read my lips. No new taxes. What was the first thing you did? What was the first thing that motherfucker did? Read my lips. No new taxes. Republicans? And now the government's saying, no, no, no. The Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Board. By the way, that was put in place right after Elon Musk bought Twitter. Strange timing. Coincidence? I think not. No. No. By the way, by the way. A previous administration that I talked about, the Obama administration, many of you might not know this, but do you know what one thing he was fighting for vehemently in his first term? And I know this because this involved my industry. Barack Obama was trying to get the FCC... Thank God they didn't go along with it, which I I was shocked at. He wanted the FCC to mandate that if a radio station has four hours of conservative talk, then that same radio station has to have four hours of liberal talk. By the way, only radio stations. Why? Well, the TV media... See, the way the media goes is this. The, the, the video media, all liberal. Radio media, mostly, I would say almost all, not all, but mostly conservative. Unless you work for a piece of shit Lotus station in Reno, Nevada. But I digress. Um. And Barack Obama wanted the FCC, one of his government dogs, to come in and change the rules. No, 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 no. There's no call for it. Nobody wants that. People would turn the radio off. He didn't get his way either. But they tried. They tried for about a year to get that done. Well, they need to add trigger warning to the trigger warning because the fact that the trigger warning was to warn about something that was supposed to be said and was part of history for the better part of 60 years really pisses me off. Don't trigger warning me, damn it. I, I just find, I find it so funny. No, no, of course not. Read my lips. No, no. 
And by the way, when when Bush's daddy, when Bush Sr. said that, he won the election. Granted, he was going up against a, a munchkin named Michael Dukakis, and if he would have lost that election on the heels of being Republic, being being Ronald Reagan's VP, you got to be kidding me. There's no way he's losing that to Michael Dukakis. Now, final story of the first segment, and then we get to jump in and talk about a court case that is getting juicier by the day. We're talking Amber and, 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 oh, poor old Johnny Depp and Amber. Yep, it's like demanding a hip-hop station play country all day. Uh, Jen, let me give it to you here. Uh, Correct the mundo. If you haven't been paying attention... And by the looks of things, you haven't been. Guess who's becoming better and better friends? That's right. China and Afghanistan. Now, you remember when that all happened, right? You, you, you remember when this guy, hold on a second, let, let, let's get all the players in place. Um, I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids? That's all you need to hear from him. Remember when he decided to say, okay, we're done in Afghanistan, we're going to pull it all up. And we left them all that wonderful military equipment. Oh, and 13 Marines were murdered. Yeah, you remember that. Okay, 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 good, good. Do you remember that? Do you remember what happened the next week? I talked about it on this show. Does anybody remember? Anybody? Okay, I'll tell you. A week later, when we weren't there anymore and people were getting gutted for working with Americans... China flip came on in and said, hey, we want to build a military base here. Here's a lot of money. And Afghanistan, who, by the way, is ruled by a terrorist group, said, hey, no problem. I told you this was happening. And now they're getting chummier and chummier? Hmm. You, you know I hate to do it, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Oh, and the pilots in that, the aircraft that took off with the Afghan skydivers were investigated for murder. Why were they investigated for murder? Those guys were on the Afghan skydiving team. That's so ridiculous to investigate. What are they supposed to do, crash the plane? That was one of them big old B-52s, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a cargo plane? You can't just get that up and put it right back down. This is like saying all those, those the, the, the Border Patrol agents were all fucking whipping the Mexicans as they crossed over the border. They weren't whipping them. Those are the reins of the horse, stupid. Do you know what a whip looks like? Oh, you don't? Well, I'd be happy to show you one up close. Watch out! 
like at least I, I don't know. I think I think this is why we're all upset. Hear me out here. I think at least back 15, 20 years ago, I don't think the politicians were any better or any worse than they are now. I think they're the same group of fucking just gross people, right? They're no, no, no different. But at least they had, I, I want to say some di- some humility about them, maybe. Is that the word? Because they did all the stuff behind closed doors. They didn't wave it in your face that they were doing this shit. They weren't doing a touchdown dance on you when they passed something that they knew most of America was going to hate. Because no one wants to admit they ordered the plane to take off. That's fucking terrible. That's so awful. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I did not know that. That's just dumb. To, to, to go after the pilots on that plane? Come on. That's ridiculous. But, hey, we live in a ridiculous world. Yeah, politicians back in the day at least used to hide that shit. Now they put it in front of our face, and they just piss us off every day. Maybe it's because we have so many news channels. Maybe it's because we're paying more attention. Maybe it's because we're an information-based society now. I don't know. All I know is this, that we can rant and rave about how much we hate the two-party system. We all know it's not going anywhere. Independents sometimes come along and do some good things, but most of the time they don't. I just want us to be America again. I don't want to make us great. I just want us to be America again. I want to be the group of people that go out and shoot off fireworks. I I want us to be able to go to ball games again, go to movies, to enjoy our freedom. You see, these rights that, that, that we have, the rights are not given to you by the government. No, 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 no. No, the rights are guaranteed through God. Now, I'm not going to make this a God issue. You don't have to to roll your eyes and say, oh, he's a holy roller. I'm saying the rights are yours, and they will never go anywhere. Unless you infringe on someone's rights, then they have the ability to take your rights away. Hmm. Well, I can't wait until fucking the Afghan and the Chinese start, start, you know, trading recipes. That's going to be fantastic. Ninjas doing fucking terrorist attacks now. Get ready for a lot more wild bats. Uh, today, I, I decided to uh, to wear the hat of DJ today. And for DJ today, we're going to go with one of my all-time favorite bands. Here we go, Ass Family. Remember, all you can, all you got to do is write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, where Bradley wrote me. He's on a golf course right now. He wanted Garth Brooks played for a day. We played Garth Brooks for a day. So today, we've got Van Halen for a day.
a second, man. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year?
It works. 
tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back Right to ArnieRadio.com. You click on the day's date and you see that, oh, okay, there it is. Boom, 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 boom. Bam, 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 bam. You can listen to it anytime. All you got to do is join ArnieRadio.com. Go to Arnie Radio. It says where to join. Click there. Bam. By the way, we still have not stopped working on the new website. Oh, it's still going. Might have some updates soon. Just letting you know. Now, I, I don't know if this would be better served in, in a courtroom or, or in a boxing ring, but ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. No, not for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, no. For the trial of the century, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. In a court case, we've seen Johnny Depp talk about a box of cocaine about getting poop on his bed, about how crazy this gal is. Let me just say this right now. Amber Heard has attorneys that obviously did not graduate from law school. Her lawyer asked the judge to dismiss the case. Johnny Depp's side has rested, and the first thing this genius did was come out and say, we want you to dismiss the case, Your Honor. The guy's name is Benjamin Rottenborn, Rotterborn, said if the court agrees that Depp abused Heard even one time, she wins. It's that simple. The judge has denied the request to be thrown out. Now, Mr. Depp's lawyer, Benjamin Chu, said that Mr. Depp has come forward with multiple credible witnesses, documents, and authentic tape recordings of Miss Hurt herself. And then he yelled in courtroom, she's the abuser in the courtroom. <laughs> oh, do you think the lawyers are, are, are hamming it up because they represent two actors? 
She's the abuser in the courtroom. <laughs> the judge denied throwing out. Now nah, I want to be famous in legal circles. Amen to that. Okay, so that's that's just the first salvo of, of the many updates that we have. So she wanted the case to be thrown out. No, 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 that didn't happen. Amber Heard's nurse. I guess she has a personal nurse. I don't know why people have personal nurses, but hey, whatever. Testifies that the cocaine and liquor addicted actress By the way, this is her own nurse, Erin Falati, known as Erin Borum, a former nurse of Amber Heard who appeared by video deposition. She said the increasing outbursts of rage and was completely, was deeply jealous of Johnny Depp's fame as his team rests its case. <laughs> so she won, she... This is all because Johnny Depp is popular. And you're jealous of that? Well, go make a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Hey, Amber Heard, you want to get famous real quick? Show your hoo-ha. Show that booger off around the world. All you got to do, hey, Amber, you want to be you want to be famous? You want to be as famous as Johnny Depp? Then I'm telling you right now. Call a fellow by the name of Ray J. He can make that shit happen. You, you call Ray J and you call Chris Kardashian. And you say, hey, I want to make a private sex tape with Ray J. And then we want you, mom, to market it for us. Amber's legal team is really shitting the bed. Now stop that. Just stop that. Come on. <laughs> Andrew says, with as stupid as Amber's lawyers are, it really makes you wonder how stupid Kim K is since she hasn't passed the bar, right? I mean, do they even study? So they they walk through all of the history of Amber Heard, the, the clinical history, the health history, if you will. And this nurse took notes and reports history of substance abuse, including an addiction to cocaine and liquor. Klein admits to a history of anxiety, eating disorder, attention deficit disorder, bipolar disorder, codependence issues, and occasional insomnia. I'm glad you mentioned the occasional insomnia. Uh, she also wrote that Heard reported difficulty with jealousy issues and anxiety around fiancé's fame and ability to interact with females often. So she doesn't get along with other gals. Oh, this is so fantastic. And, and by the way, that was Amber's personal nurse. Oh, Johnny, you're about to be welcome back. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Now, now, according to a forensic psychologist, Amber told the forensic psychologist that Johnny Depp used to search her for cocaine. 
And that included around her body, in cavities, <laughs> not in her teeth. He would check her butthole for cocaine. Now, isn't that, isn't that a husband's job? Isn't that what they're all checking for, is the cocaine? Uh, she, uh, Amber suffered from a, com- a couple different personality disorders. She was making up symptoms of PTSD. Hughes testified to the exact opposite, telling the jury her evaluation of Amber, which consisted of 29 total hours, make her believe that she is, in fact, a victim of domestic abuse. So this is somebody that was on Amber's side. So there you go. This case will continue. (laughs) I'm so happy it does continue. This is giving me reason to wake up in the morning. Oh, I I, I love hearing about these two especially. These two are so fantastic to hear about. And then you have to hear about this moron. Now, we talked about the Met Gala yesterday. Right? We talked about what people were wearing and doing all this kind of shit. And then we stopped on Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, who, by the way, tried to wear Marilyn Monroe's famous happy birthday dress to the Met Gala, but she couldn't zip it up because her ass was too fat. Real story. Then she had a replica made, so then she could wear it later in the night. And everybody was talking about this, and they thought it was really funny that she even lost 16 pounds in three weeks to try and fit in this dress. And now people are coming out and they're shitting all over Kim Kardashian for being so unhealthy and trying to lose 16 pounds in three weeks by just eating tomatoes and wearing a sauna suit twice a day. How dare you? You're giving women false body images. It's going to take me a minute because I have to actually defend a Kardashian here. And do do you know how low I feel that I have to defend a Kardashian here? (laughs) Amber doesn't get along with other women like Johnny Depp. Now, she told people that she went on this crazy diet right on the red carpet and after the gala, they're gonna they're gonna eat pizza and donuts in the hotel. Oh, this is so awful! Kim Kardashian is giving these women faith. No, she's not. Kim Kardashian is not coming out and telling you to do that. Kim Kardashian did that. She did what what a lot of MMA fighter, fighters that people look up to do. Even the women, they have to do something. It's called cutting weight. Now, I know that it's a lot different to cut weight for a fight compared to a night out. But that's what Kim Kardashian did. Kim Kardashian did not come out and put on her blog, this is what everybody should do. 
teams he has got. They've got the coverage. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts. Wow, it sounds like Pete took his teeth out. I I I just I I, I hate fucking having to stand up for a Kardashian, especially Kim, because I cannot stand her so much. But you people just need to stop. Stop trying to shame her for losing 16 pounds because she wanted to fit in a dress. By the way, do you go around shaming all your friends who are brides? Because they all do the same thing. They get their wedding dress. They go to that last fitting, and they still got to lose some weight. They're willing to do whatever it takes to lose that weight. So just shut up. I, I enough, and it, it, this is this is the the horrible part of our society that I have to stand up for such bottom feeders like the Kardashians on this. God, you holier than thou people when it comes to losing weight. I hope that you're at every fucking wrestling event, and I'm not talking about the beautiful pro wrestling. I'm talking about that amateur shit. I hope you show up at every one of those the week before in a, a, a big match. I hope you do the same thing for, I hope Dana White gives you a pass to go to every MMA fight. Go to every horse track and see what those fucking jockeys are doing. And you're going to put this all on Kim. What an idiot. I, I I mean, just... If I was Kim Kardashian, I'd be like, you know what? I'm a billionaire. Fuck you. I'm done. I'd pay my security to break anybody that took pictures of me. Just break their cameras. Done. I'm going to buy a fucking villa over in Italy next to a fucking, uh, what's Clooney? I'm just going to live there and say, fuck everybody. so stupid. Kim, you, you keep on doing stupid. And look, look. Let me just say, I think what she did was incredibly stupid. It's not the right way to do it, but hey. Hey, do we bitch about NFL players that lose about 75 pounds in four weeks? Hmm? Do we say anything about that? Where, where, where are all you ne'er-do-wells now? Some of these offensive and defensive linemen show up to camp and they weigh about 370 pounds. By the, ta- by the time camp ends, they're at like 310. You're going to tell me that's healthy? Come on. Now, staying in this stupid, dumb family. Well, what used to be this stupid, dumb family. <sighs> Yeezy is in court. He's being sued. And rightfully so, because this guy, I didn't think this guy could be dumber. But uh, he's being taken to court because one of the songs on his album, Donda,
because a pastor in Texas claims Yeezy sampled his sermon without permission. David Paul Moten claims Kanye filled out the song Come to Life with audio of Moten's own religious speech. Is this it? Come to life? My soul cries out hallelujah and I thank God for saving me. I thank God for... Here go all your problems again. Three, two, one, you pen. Okay, so it's all auto-tuned, Kanye singing, so it's already garbage. I'm already laughing at it. But, Kanye, you're a recording artist. You know the ins and outs of sampling. You know you're going to have to give this guy something. You can't just take his sermon. Uh, I did not. I saw the arm was kind of jacked up. It looks like they broke the shit out of that guy's arm that attacked Dave Chappelle. Well, that's what happens when you get Busta Rhymes and, and whoever else is with him from Wu Tang, maybe backstage at a Chappelle show, and you attack Dave Chappelle, you're gonna get your ass whooped. They're saying this is the latest example of Kanye and the music industry willfully and egregiously sampling sound recordings of others without consent or permission. And he is going to win. That's the best part. They'll probably end up... If I was this bastard, this I'm telling you right now, I am suing you for $1 trillion. Oh, you'd like to settle. Okay. Uh, What's your number? Uh, Five million? Oh, let's go $500 billion then. What an idiot. Good Lord. Well, I'm just going to record this sermon and put it on my hit record that millions of people are going to buy. And I hope he doesn't recognize his voice. You think that's what, did Kanye do that when he was in the back of that church? I can't believe that's him singing. Boy, they got the auto-tune up. And and by the way, all you people that like auto-tune music, that's not really them singing. That's a computer fixing their voice. Kanye probably sounds like me. No, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the motherfucker who probably sounds like me. It's the next story we got here. I don't know why this guy is popular. I, I really don't. He seems like he's a, a fun fella. And that's Post Malone. I, I, I can't stand this kid. I, I, I just can't. He, he just looks like the epitome of stink. Like, I look at him, and I know that I probably could not ride in a car with him. Because it, it would be some shitty Tom Ford cologne trying to cover up his 19 days without a shower. The motherfucker looked like he stink. Well, here's the news. Post Malone 
is going to be a father. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! I'm just going to say this right now. This, this is just... This is too much. Men get such a bad rap for being horn dogs. Oh, men will fuck anything. By the way, women will fuck anything. I, I'm just here to tell you. If this tattooed up fucking, I mean, just scratcher marks on him all over the place, if this face tattooed idiot can get laid... Look, we, we know the only reason why he's getting laid is because he gets on stage and he auto-tunes the shit out of himself. There is no woman in her right mind that would see this guy walking down. You'd smell him first. But you're in the mall and you're walking along and you see him and you, you guys connect with eyes. Your response usually is going to be, oh my God, that guy's going to rape me. But since he's Post Malone, oh my God, he's so gorgeous. Post Malone's an ugly fucking dude. I'm just here to tell you. I mean, he is ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. You ugly. Hey, I see ugly every morning when I wake up and look in the mirror. So I can judge it. This is why I call people fat, because I know what fat looks like. And Post Malone, it, he's having enough sex to where he could have a child? That's revolting. Will the baby come out with tattoos on it already? ICP fans are higher quality people than Post Malone fans. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can't go with that. You know, it, it, here's the reason. Ric Flair wanted to meet Post Malone. Woo! I mean, Ric Flair. Ric Ric Flair wouldn't be caught dead in an ICP show. To me, they're on the same wavelength. Face tattoos. And and people can look at me and they go, wow, why why are you so anti-face? Arnie, you have tattoos all over your body. Yeah, but not on my fucking face. And and here's the bad thing is, the more videos I see of post-stinky-ass Malone, he does seem like a genuine young man. There's a, pictures of him thanking firefighters who were fighting the wildfires. But man, oh man, the, but the stink alone, man, I, I couldn't hang out with a guy that stunk like that. Rick knew Post Malone was carrying drugs on him. Woo! Allegedly. Goddamn, I, I sent a video. I was on TikTok the other day, and there was a Ric Flair video where he's a, he's endorsing something new now. Some, like, protein meals or some shit. Oh, it's It's rough. It's rough to, oh, oh, you know what? I do have it. Hold on a second. I can play it for you here. I have to play it through the microphone, though. 
I don't know why I want that. Uh, let's see. There we go. Did you ever think that you would see the nature boy Ric Flair, who has been limousine riding just fine his whole life, sponsor a health food product? Well, believe it or not, three years removed off my deathbed. That's all I do now is flex pro products day and night. Not like Hulk Hogan, who spent his whole life drinking milk and eating cookies. I represent FlexPro, and I am the 16 time, I mean, let me remind you, the 16 time limousine ride, Woo. jet fly, Woo. kiss dealing, Woo. wheeling dealing, Woo. son of a gun, Woo. custom made from head to toe, Woo. I repeat Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, son of a gun, Woo. That's selling Flex Pro products left and right. That's right. The nature. Did you ever think? <laughs> and the amount of makeup they have on him is horrendous. Oh, man. I love Ric Flair, but he always sounded like Sylvester the Cat, that lip thump <laughs> helicopter penis thing. <laughs> yeah, you got to add that one in there, Rick. The Rolex wearing. Helicopter penising. Post Malone is a modern-day trading place. Bet two rich guys bet a dollar they could turn a homeless guy into a recording star. Please, Mortimer, fucking end this bet then. God. Oh. Valentine and, uh, oh. Winthorpe. Winthorpe. Valentine and Winthorpe. Oh, God, in this bet now. Mm. Wait, here. Dave Chappelle again. I thought it was you for a second. Hey, my man, he's a bitch ass. Get that guy the fuck out of here. We gotta have some fun. Uh, this is part of the... Okay, I haven't seen this video yet. Hollywood Bowl, you owe me 10 minutes because your security caught me slipping. Y'all wanna rock? As people can... can... Clean that mess up. Because they continue to beat the shit Don't out of him. Don't do this on the stage. Get him the fuck out of here. There's too many people beating him, Dave. And, and, and an ambulance. An ambulance. Hold on, see what he's doing. I'm going to see if this has a statement. <laughs> Is Dave beating on him some more now? Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I, I saw a hand get raised in the air, and it was waving around like they just don't care. By the way, you can go to TMZ and watch this video. Oh, now everybody comes out for the curtain call. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Jamie, Jamie, where you at? Jamie, 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 hold up. I don't want to hear Jamie Foxx. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. That was 
I want to find the Chris Rock part. An incredible time. This man is an absolute. We're not going to let nothing happen to you, Wait. This is the show. Wait, wait. I'm back there. I've been doing this 35 years. I'm back there squeezing this too. I seen Buster Ramsey on it. It's like, that's how you do it, God. <laughs> oh. That asshole deserves to get the shit. He does. I mean, I didn't realize that the show kept going on, and they're over in the corner just waylaying on this some bitch. That is awesome. Oh fuck! I want to go to a Chappelle show so I can beat somebody up now. Now, oh, we 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 talked a little bit of wrestling there. Uh, let look here. Good news to report. Yesterday, Stackar, is Stackar here today? Stackar hadn't said anything. Uh, I ain't seen him on here. Hold on. Let, let's see if I can get this mouse to work. Stackar on here? Christopher's here. Good morning, Christopher. All right. Well, I don't see him here. He'll listen to it later. Uh, he, he mentioned that the dark side of the ring, the, the really kick-ass show that goes and does the deep dive into the true story of some wrestling stories, it had been canceled from the Vice Network. And I came out yesterday and I said, well, hold on a second. It's not quite canceled because they're making a new documentary with The Rock. And they're going to be looking at territories like Dallas area, Atlanta, when it was in New York. Pardon me. And then last night, Vice Network came out and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We have not canceled Behind the ring. Those guys are hard at work right now on episodes. So there will be another dark side of the ring. We don't know when it's going to be done yet. And then we have this other show on territory wrestling. Hell yeah, wrestling's becoming mainstream again. And you know what? I I am here to say right now, I am taking full credit for it. That's right. The Arnie State Show has brought wrestling back. Red and White says, well, this should make a motherfucker think twice about doing that again. Um, tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. Look at that. The 5th of May. Red and White, I want to agree with you. I really, really do that this will make somebody think twice about doing it. But I... I I hope it's not done again. I, I, I say that, but uh, I, I can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets full first. Sadly, I think it's going to happen a few more times. It, it's going to happen a few more times, and it's going to happen to people that really it shouldn't happen to. It's not going to happen to anybody like Bill Burr. Bill Burr has got a show coming up at, at uh, who I and I, I absolutely adore Bill Burr. Uh, he's got a show coming up at Fenway Park. I'm sorry, at Fenway Pack. First comedy show at Fenway. We'll go through the mash. Departed was on last weekend. I watched it. Brushed up on my, my Boston accent. I still don't know why they add the word, the letter R to words like Rebecca, Rebecca. I, I, I've asked people from Boston that, and they still don't tell me why. Um, 
But yes, I, I, I think that this will happen. And it'll happen to up-and-coming comedians, people that we all kind of know. Kevin Hart won't have to worry about this. People like Joe Coy, they need to be they need to keep their eyes out for this kind of shit. Uh, that's what should have happened to Will Smith at the Oscars, but he is high class versus the punk who attacked, tackled Dave. Yeah, look. You knew it wasn't going to happen at the Oscars. And now if it's made up, if we find out that that, was, that shit was staged at the Oscars, it's already led to this, are they trying to kill comedy? I, I know that this government likes to get rid of businesses and things like that. Is this Hollywood's part? That they want to just get rid of comedy? Someone tries this at an Arnie stand-up. The family will hold that motherfucker down so Arnie can do a belly splash from a ladder. Oh, I'm going to be doing a whole lot more. Oh, I'm going to... Let me just tell you this right now. I promise you this. You will walk on stage. You will not walk off. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I said it. I said I said it. I tell you what, you come up on stage, I'm going to whoop your fucking monkey ass. And your little dog, too. And go to your house, and I'm going to find your dog, and I'm going to whoop your dog's ass. Adding the R comes from accents and dialects in Britain. Well, thank, thank you, Ogre. I can't do it. See, that's why my, my, my Boston accent is okay, you know, for the easy shit, for the pack, and you got Mac, and you got Dorney, the, the, oh, the, the, the new Dorney, the, the AW, that's new for me, and I'm working on it. So there's Dorney, and there's Mac, and they're part of the Wildbugs. But if they had somebody named Rebecca on their name, Rebecca, but they say Rebecca, I, I can't even roll my tongue that way. It's crazy. History has proven there is always going to be at least one jackass who won't think twice ever. Yeah. I bet a dog shitter jerk off doesn't have these stones to charge Arnie on stage. Oh, 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 oh. there are, there, there are. You know what? That that's funny, V Coop, because there are four people I wish would. And you know what? Let let me just say this right now. I know that I say a lot of boastful shit on this show, and I talk a lot of shit. This is one that that you could take to the bank right here. This this would be every wrestling promo, everything I had. That those four people, if they attack me, maybe even at the same time. They still ain't walking out. Oh, man, Bubba was just snoring really good. Tried to catch him on the mic. Couldn't get him. Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca. I just nailed it without thinking. I guess that was the problem. <laughs> Brad, you're one of the four. No, sadly, Braddy isn't. He, she she might be in the five, but but not in the four. No, the the four. Let me let me just tell you real quick. The four. No, no, no. Well, maybe you know what, Braddy, you drop down another one. You're at least six because there's a fifth person. 
There is a there, there is a fifth person. Yeehaw. Snapchat.com. Oh, and, and I owe that person. I owe that person several fucking licks. Shit, I almost had a call up backup to protect me from saving seats from the video last year. You want the best in accent? Just study Cliff Cleveland. He says Rebecca and Carla and Nam. Nami. 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 Oh, I would love those five people to attack me on stage. That would be fantastic. I would be doing all kind of wrestling moves. Who would I save for the final, like the DDT off the stage? At least they didn't ever ever don't no, she did not. She did not do that. Thank God. Let me say this right now. The 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 greatest DDT I would do of all time. Be off like a 20-foot structure, so I'm probably going to break my back, but I know I'm going to break their neck. All I'll say is, is it, will be a, it will be a male that I did that to. I, I will summon my inner Arn Anderson and be merciless. Oh, oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> By the way, by the way, uh, this is what you need to keep a lookout for, your parents. Uh, if those people attacked you and you got the numbers game, the audience would hear the Undertaker gong and everybody whips around to see Ogre coming from the restrooms to lay some choke slams to every motherfucker on stage. <laughs> so it's not dog shit or jerk. Uh, Stackar said, is he driving around in a Corvette? Uh, maybe still, I don't know. Uh, Arnie living his best wrestling life would be be attacker. The wrestling isn't staged; it's the real thing. Oh, it would be. I would have. I would use one of my favorite all-time moves I ever saw used on somebody. And I think Tommy and I talked about this. Such a racist name, but so fucking great. It was on a guy from. Uh, he was from. Uh, he was from Mongolia. Mongolia and parts unknown. Two of the best places to be from. But uh, Killer Khan was his name. He was from the eastern part of Mongolia. And he taught Terry Bam Bam Gordy. By the way, just so happened to be wearing a beautiful, fabulous Freebirds t-shirt today. But he taught Gordy, <laughs> Terry Gordy this maneuver. And what you do is you wrap a bunch of tape around your thumb to where it's kind of always exposed. And you just jab that in the guy's throat. It was called the Oriental Spike. By the way, when we would be wrestling on the playgrounds at school, that law that was outlawed. The Oriental Spike can do some fucking damage. I'm doing that move. Let's be honest, it would be intended to be from the top of a 20-foot-tall platform, the final move, but reality, the whole brawl is such, Arnie would begin to climb the platform and be so exhausted, 
He'd lean back in the supports. The whole fucking thing would tumble down, crashing them all. He would raise his arms in victory, mostly because he didn't have to make the final climb. <laughs> Amen. Stackar says, nope. Uh, Stackar, are you here? I, I just I, I just did the story. Uh, Vice is is saying they're bringing back Darkseid of the Ring Season 4. Nope, you're the glass break and a fresh-shaved head Stackar walking to the ring, chugging non-alcoholic beer, hitting stunners all the way around. That'd be awesome. Andrew says, I'll even dress as Roddy Piper. We can have 10 people in the green room so we can swarm out of the back with <laughs> the Austin intro. Uh, if COVID was a finishing move, it would be the trapeziest hold. Oh, God. Uh, make make a fist in the throat punch. Keep Oh, frog him. Frog him right in the throat. Yeah. We'd be tossing steel chairs and foreign objects to the stage to you. Look, that reminds me of one of the best wrestling shows I ever got to go to. It was in Roseville. And I was invited by the promoter, and I didn't really like, and this is back when I was on the morning show. And I didn't like a lot of other promotions outside the WWE. Then we hear Kurt Angle music and runs out Christopher and the Brock Lesnar guitar as Warbird stomps out. Oh, man. Jen wants to be Captain Lou Abandon. You go right ahead. You can dress your out up as, as Cindy Lauper. So I go to this wrestling show and they told me to show up early. They, you know, people want to meet. And so I'm meeting all these guys that are wrestlers. And these are guys that are on their way up or they're doing it and they're not making much money. They're making maybe like twelve dollars a night. So and it's at the roller skating rink right there in Reno. Or not in Reno, in, in, in Sacramento, in Roseville. And they have a ring all set up. And I meet, like, you know, all these guys. And I got to meet the Road Warriors. They were there. It felt bad for them because it was like watching the movie The Wrestler, but in real life. Hawk and Animal were both there. I got to meet them, and it was really, really cool. The greatest tag team ever. Next to the Steiners, who I got to meet. So now I've met the greatest... And, and, of course, the Four Horsemen, who I've also got to meet. Um, so I'm watching this this show, and, and this crowd is fantastic because this is a crowd of hardworking people that might not be able to afford to go to a, a, a big WWE show. And they still like wrestling. And they follow it locally. So I, I, I'm down with it, right? And I see this girl, and she's made a sign up. And, like, the, the main bad guy is a clown, but he's taking on the insane clown posse guys. I don't know why there were juggalos there, but there were juggalos there, but they were good. And the other clown guy who, was, who went by Clown Gacy, I think was his name, which freaked me out because he was like John Wayne Gacy. So I, I see this father and his, his daughter. And the father might have been like 22 or 23. And he's sitting there, he's eating a cookie. He's eating a cookie. And the daughter looks at him and says, Daddy, can I have a piece of your cookie? And he goes, honey, it was a dollar. (laughs) That's when I started rooting against that guy. Not the John Wayne Gacy guy. I was rooting against that dad who, who... wouldn't give his daughter a bite of cookie because it cost a dollar. 
That's not made up. That's true. So then uh, the John Wayne Gacy guy gets in the ring, right? He's walking around. He gets out of the ring. And this same girl and her daddy, her daddy who looks like he's, he's like five big pins put together with a giant head. He's a real skinny little dude, little metal head, whatever. But, hey, he took his little girl to wrestling. That's good. He's a good dad, except he didn't give up any of the cookie. He's a piece of shit because it costs a dollar. So Gacy's walking around the ring, and he stops in front of her. And he looks at her sign, and her sign was anti-Gacy. It had, like, the Juggalos little logo on there. And he looks at her, and he rips it up right in front of her. Great heel move. I mean, that get, that gets instant heat. Well, except that it got heat from the dad. You know, the, the five big pins? The two arms, two legs, and then the torso's a big pin. It got him riled up to where he almost tried to jump over the barrier. Then he realized, oh, I would get these shit beat. Because this Gacy guy was like 6'4", 290. I mean, he was a brick shit house. So... <laughs> So the matches go on, right? That wasn't even the main event. The main event was coming up. And the main event, I one of the guys that, that I got there early to me, he's a big fan. Oh, by the way, I want to say hey to Dustin. If Dustin's listening, I ran into a listener yesterday here at, at the Rockwall Costco. Hell yeah, the show is growing, baby! I'm walking down the meat aisle. Had a Kid Rock t-shirt on. The guy looked at I saw the guy look at me, and he looked at the shirt, and he looked at me. And I've seen that look before. And he goes, hey, are, are, are you Arnie States? And I go, yes, I am. He's like, oh, man, I've been a fan for so long, blah, 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 blah. So now he lives here. Thanks to Joe. Now that's a $6 cookie. So the main event happens, right? And this, the, the bad guy in the match. He turns and looks, and, 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 and they, they, they've chanted my name a couple times, like Arnie is God, because that was after the whole Arnie is God thing, which I'll tell you about here in a second, because I love that story more than anything. Um, and I hope you guys don't mind story time with me today. So they're chanting Arnie is God, right? So this guy comes out to the ring, goes, he grabs the microphone, he goes, hey, where, 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 where's that Arnie? And he knew exactly where I was, right? And I raised my hand. And he goes, oh, you're fatter than I thought. And I was like, okay, good heel move, good heel move. He goes, by the way, fuck you. (laughs) And I just started dying laughing, right? I thought, because he was the nicest guy in the world before the match. So the match is going on, right? And it gets taken out into the crowd. Good God. Good God. He's dead. He's dead. I love Jim Ross so much. So it's coming out to me, right? And and the bad guy goes down. And they got folding chairs. And I go, hey, man, you want my chair? <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah. So I gave him my folding chair, and he just starts whacking the shit out of the dude with my chair. 
and the good guy ended up winning. Afterwards, like that, that's when I got to meet Hawk and Animal was afterwards. And the guy came up and he's like, hey, man, can I take a picture? That was awesome. Dude, thank you so much for being here. I was like, that was one of the funnest nights I've had. So now let, let, let's forward, let, let's go in reverse to the probably best wrestling event ever that happened in Sacramento. It was a Monday Night Raw. And uh, at that time, I was in really, really good with the WWE. Right? And I was getting to go to all their events. And they had tickets for me, like the house shows and like Anaheim and all this. I I didn't want to abuse it. So whenever they came to set, I always got ringside seats or, or second row. So this is a Monday Night Raw at Arco. Stone Cold's going to be there. And this is a part where, where Stone Cold is kind of leading the, the WCW evolution people against everybody else, you know. He's married to Deborah at this time. He's doing the whole what thing. And, and if you go back, and you will be able to watch this. You will see me. I have a white hat on and a big white shirt down in the front left side. It was the night that Kurt Angle drove the milk truck into the ring and shot everybody with milk, which was reminiscent of when Steve Austin did the beer truck thing. So Kurt Angle rolls in in a model dairy truck Hits the ring. I, I it, like he he hit the Titan Tron too when it's coming out, and it hit the ring and he sprayed everybody with milk and everybody was dying. Right, that's not even the best part of the night. I'm sitting there. It's about 15 minutes into the show and it started early because we were on the West Coast. And I get a phone call. We're about half hour into the show. I, I can't remember. That was the main spot of the entire night was that, which was awesome. But I, I think Mick Foley had a match. And this is when they were referring to Mick Foley as God. I get a phone call, and it's a phone call from Tommy. And I'm like, oh, he probably saw me on TV because we're sitting down close. And I answer the phone. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Holy shit, dude. Do you see that sign? I said, no, what, what, what sign? He goes, dude, there is a sign. And it's in bright orange letter. It, it was a bright orange background. And it said, Arnie is God. And for my best friend in the world to have spotted that was probably the greatest moment of my life. Because I said no, and I started looking for it, and then I spotted it. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, and of course, it was for me. The person, like, called the next day, and they said, yeah, you saw it. Oh, that's awesome, blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll have to have you sign it. And I was like, I'll sign it. And they never came down. Mick Foley is then, uh, no, 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 distant, very distant cousin. And, and that's when the whole AIG was born was that night, was when Tommy saw it and called me on it. I was like, oh, my Jesus. So the next day we go on the air, and we just fucking 
put that on Arnie is God. And we said that with everything. We released the T-shirts. We had a guy actually ready to come down and get Arnie is God tattooed on his forehead. He backed out of the forehead. He said he'd get it on his forearms, but he never came down to get it. To this day, I believe I am still the only person that has the letters AIG tattooed on me. Farty is gone. I'm sure somebody's got a name like Maggie tattooed on him somewhere, and there's an AIG in there, but that, that doesn't count. But, yeah, that was the birth of the AIG. And, I mean, we talked it out on the show. I was like, oh, put it in the Jesus fish, and they're, like, dying on the air. Because usually, that, like, that, when, when you're spitballing shit and you got, you know, and you're in that moment, and you're in that moment in your head, that we, we did that on this show. Four and a half years ago, I mean, we're about to celebrate our fifth year. We all did that on this show the day that we came up with Talk of the Block, which, by the way, I still haven't heard anything on that, an update on that. So please don't ask me for an update because I don't have an update. But when we did that story that day, and this is why I love this show and I love you guys so much, is that you guys get it. You guys get it that this is a show that's not only for you, but it it's by you. You guys make a lot of the content on this show. And, and, and we never told that secret to any other show. We never told that secret to the listeners. We had great chemistry when I was on that show. We, we, we had amazing chemistry. But what made that show was the listeners. And their interactions with us. Because we weren't afraid to take them on and they weren't afraid of us. And that's what made that show so magic. And those magic moments happen for me on this show. And it, it, it's awesome. And like I was saying, the cock of the block. When we sat here and we came up with the entire story for cock of the block in like 15 minutes, along with the characters. That was amazing. That 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 did it. And every day I leave this show now, and I feel like that magic has happened in some way during a part of the show. Jen, the caller that day, was ineligible. Uh, ever talked to Gary? It was like talking to Mushmouth with speech impediment. But that guy was ECB Gary. He was just there for a free tattoo. Sadly, he could not bum a ride that day. Oh, man. There you go. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com where you can write the show or you can hit me up right here on Mixler. More Van Halen now, please.
dedicate one to the ladies. Summertime, sit back and need something to keep you cool. Ah, now summertime's it, babe. Need something to keep you cool. Better look out now, though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. See, now all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on a second, baby. I gotta put my banana in Dixie cups All flavors and push-ups too I'm your ice cream man, baby Stop me when I'm passing by See, now all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy Hold on one more Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock <laughs> I never stop, I'm usually passing by just around 11 o'clock And if you let me cool you one time, you'll be my regular style. All right, boys. I'm put my banana Dixie cups. Oh, flavors and push up to under ice cream, man. Stop me when I'm passing by. See, now all my flavors can't be satisfied. Yes. Of your ice cream, man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Of your ice cream, man. Stop me when I'm
I when I when I met that young man Dustin yesterday, I guess he just moved to the area. And I was like, hey, you know, you can listen to me here. I'm 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 live from like nine to noon here. And he's like, oh man, I, I've heard that. Now I'm gonna have to check it out. How do I do it? And I gave him a card or tell him ArnieRadio.com. It's right there. Next Tuesday, we might have to end the show uh, early next Tuesday. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Arnie, do you do put the cock in the clock of the block. Yes, I, I appreciate that. Straight fire, I do agree with that completely. Uh, but next Tuesday, I'm emceeing that uh, Hooters Girl competition over at Billy Bob's. That's the night I, I'm going to be on stage in Fort Worth. So uh, they asked me to go. We got we, we got a... Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, rehearsals. So I got, I got to get to that. And uh, congratulations to Gail. I saw on Facebook yesterday that Gail got a, a, a big promotion. And I know that Gail has been an ass family member since day one. So I just want to say congratulations, Gail, on your promotion. You deserve it. This audience, these listeners, oh yeah, I would take you guys to it. I would take you guys to war with any other shows. Mixer is shitting the bed for me worse than Amber Heard. Adios, family. Have a great Wontons Day. Hey, you too, Ogre. Appreciate it, buddy. I was thinking about, uh, oh wait, uh, let's see. I remember the scavenger hunt, one of the items you had, uh, have, was a pic with the Easter Bunny holding up a sign that said AIG. I still have my picture. That's funny. I'm old before my time. It's official. My mother is more hip than me. More on it. More mainstream. She just sent me a good morning. May the 4th be with you gift. Yeah, I, I hate that, but okay, may the 4th be with you. I've been one up by my mother. It feels old, like older than paying for my son's first semester of college. Oh... Well, I don't disagree, but it does sound um, awkward to say Arnie puts the cock in. Yeah, it just feels wrong. Uh, who's Gail? That name? It, it might be somebody new. No, no, Gail. No, 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 no. Gail's been around forever. She's been around forever. She just doesn't. I think she listens at different times. So. Um, but yeah, going back to the, uh, the scavenger hunt was, did you have to get all those things then to do the best buy thing? Do you remember we did, we did a promotion with best buy where you got like nine minutes and 85 seconds. I I know 10 minutes and 25 seconds. You got nine minutes and 85 seconds and you had to get like right at or or right under $10,000 worth of stuff. If you went over, you lost. We didn't include tax or anything like that. I remember when we did that promotion, we were, we, we were so confident. We were so confident that nobody was going to win. Like, and, we, and there were three people that were doing it that day. So like a P1 and a half. Oh, yeah, super P1. Um, yeah, Gail's come to stand-up shows. I've seen, I've, Gail's been everywhere, so Gail's a superstar. Um, but I remember the first kid did it in like, he did it in like 
a minute and a half. He got like $10,000 worth of shit in like a minute and a half. And we're all looking at each other like, man, I'm glad they got the insurance for this stupid game. Because you see, the games that were fun on our show and the shit that we did, like like the Arnie Guy Challenge, you remember that, where you spent the, the wheel of Guy? Yeah, we, mainly me, but... But we, like all of us together, we all came up with that. See, games like that that bullshit thing at, at Best Buy, we didn't come up with that. We came up with fun games. I mean, dumb fun games. Like when we would do, uh, you remember when we would do Hawaiian Thursdays? Just out of nowhere, it was Hawaiian Thursday. I came up with it one, day, one Thursday. I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt to work, and I was like, every Thursday is going to be Hawaiian Thursday from now on. And we would play, we had a game for that day. It was, what is that Hawaiian sound effect? And the key to winning that game was saying the phrase, in Hawaii, at the end. So we would, like, do slamming doors. No, that's not it. You have to be more specific. Slamming doors in Hawaii. Uh, I had the computer monitor, ACDC record, which I paid $50 for. I couldn't keep going because I was spreading too much. Oh, man, what's worse, eating a jar of mayonnaise or eating the sour apple smoothie? Well, if you weren't here earlier for the sour apple smoothie, I, I, I apologize, but here you go. When eating out a girl with syphilis, she queefs and a green liquid comes out of her vagina and goes into your mouth. Since this is extremely disgusting, you puke all over her vagina, yet continue to eat. I went to your mom's house to get a sour apple smoothie. <laughs> the, uh, the mayonnaise was worse. I have to say that, like, one of the guy challenges we had to do, like, the eating. The funniest one I remember was at that hotel that was on Madison and Date Street, those are the two cross streets. We always would get that place packed, man. We'd have lines around the corner. It was awesome, right? And those crowds, those were the greatest crowds ever. When we would do live shows, I fed so much off the live crowd. It was so great. The other two, not so much. They didn't care for them as much as I did. I loved them. And the guy challenge was so fantastic because I was supposed to eat a jar of mayonnaise. And I gotta say, I, I didn't. Aces, that was a, that was the bar. We would do some morning shows at Aces. We got the ballroom at the hotel for these shows. I I took I, I took one lick of the, the mayonnaise, which was now at room temperature, and I said, Nope, I can't do it. That was gross. I had already chugged. I had already eaten like ten hard boiled eggs in a minute. Or they were already peeled, so I just ate them. I had already downed an entire bottle of maple syrup. And I do believe that I ate some Vienna wieners, too. Vienna sausages. But that wasn't the highlight of the night. Me vomiting profusely, that was not the highlight of the night. The highlight of the night was when you would bob in chocolate pudding and you had to pull out playing cards. And you had to bring out a nine, an eight, and a five, and you won. Stupid, I know. And everybody had to do this. I didn't have to do this one. But I remember everybody doing it, and this girl went first. 
And then this girl comes up to us afterwards, and she says, uh, hey, uh, my teeth fell out in there. <laughs> I was backstage when I heard her say, my teeth fell out in there. And I turned and I said, her teeth fell out? And they were, like, pulling me on stage, so I couldn't get any more of the story. But the girl had to go through the entire thing of chocolate pudding and she found her teeth and just planted them right back in. All them people were bobbing around in there. And they might have had her teeth in her mouth. Oh. Oh. The pickle and peanut butter sandwich. That happened at that, that, that god-awful alone 29-hour show where Ruby brought that damn sandwich with me to try. That was gross. No, but doing the live shows, doing all that, those those were so much fun. We had so I had so much fun doing those. Oh, back when radio was a lot of fun, man. Oh man, and, and honestly, I'm kind of, I'm I'm really looking forward to this uh, this Hooters thing. Not only to be in front of a, a, a live crowd, but it'll make me feel like old time radio again. Like when when you had that crowd, you could do what you wanted on the mic to a certain degree. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. Mm. By the way, uh, hey, thanks for the heads up, Brett. Brett sent me this story the other day originally. About a barrel in Lake Mead. And there's been all kinds of rot in it. And inside the barrel, there were human remains. And you could see, like, the bones and stuff in there. Um, but the police have pulled it out and they said it's definitely a homicide. The man was killed by gunshot in either the 70s or 80s. They're trying to pinpoint like what he's wearing and stuff like that. The shoes the man was wearing were manufactured and sold at Kmart in the mid 70s. So he wasn't a high ranking gangster. They say it could take years to identify the body. But because the lake's levels have reached such low points, Vegas authorities are really worried about this being being a new thing and then becoming a new tourist destination. As they're taking out these dead carcasses of people that were murdered by the mob, man... Oh, they found a second barrel now? Oh, this is going to be too good. This is going to be too good. There's a new reason to go to Vegas. I was so mad I couldn't go to your live shows, 21 and over, and I was like 19. That was all in And 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 let me tell you real quick. We had one planned. This is a true story. We had an amazing, and I don't know if it was St. Patrick's Day, but this one was like, this was one of the biggest shows we had ever planned. We had great shit to give away, and we had a venue that was huge. We had, we had a bigger hotel, big-ass ballroom, and it was three weeks after the lady drank all the water and died. 
Radio changed on that day for everybody. And it makes me sad because radio used to be. So radio would be there by now. They would have changed to where they are now. But it would have taken a little longer. If it weren't for the end of morning show murdering a woman live on the air. Now, if you don't know the story, or if you do and you're sick of me telling it, sorry, i got to tell it for people that don't know the story. And the thing that pisses me off the most about this is that a week before, we had a sit-down meeting. We had a sit-down meeting with every morning show that the company at that time, Intercom, no, it wasn't Janet Jackson. Oh, no, it was the other half. It was Justin Timberlake. But I'll get to that in a second, too. Every morning show that Intercom at that time, their new company now, uh, had, we were on a conference call. And we were learning about what the FCC was now deeming and fining. And they said the FCC is cracking hard on double entendre. And anything, any body functions. And I piped up. I said, what if I sneeze on the air? And the guy goes, no, body functions below the waist. And I didn't want to go, well, what if I crack my knee? I didn't, I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to be a dick anymore. And there were a couple dickheads in, in the phone conversation trying to pass shit off to see if it could go. And they, they, one guy said this one. He goes, well, we just started running a sweeper. That uh, and, and where they were at Alice Station. You remember back in the day when you had the the Jack stations for dudes that had no format; they just played anything. And then Alice came along. Well, this is an Alice Station. And the sweeper said, "Turn Alice on and Jack off." Yeah, yeah, that that didn't go through, obviously. But they told us no body functions, weights below. Every morning show. Okay, we were all in there. We, the, the three of us were in there. The, the end morning show was in there. That, I think that was on a Thursday. The next, not the next day, but the next Friday. The next Friday. I'm walking around the radio station. Because during it, like we'd get done with the 20-minute segment, I would just walk around to kind of clear my head. And as I'm walking, I walk to the lobby, and it's it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Nobody's there. Walk through the lobby, and the lobby's packed. I'm freaked out. I'm like, there are people here. This is not good. I don't like this. There are more people here that I don't know than I do. I'm in bad shape. And then I I, I go to the, the big break room, and they're playing the end in there. And I hear them say, uh... We're about ready to start the contest, the Hold Your Wii for a Nintendo Wii. And I said, what the fuck? So I got my Dr. Pepper, and I marched my ass back to the studio. I said, you know what those motherfuckers are doing? (laughs) The other two idiots look at me, and I'm like, they got a contest that says Hold Your Wii for a Wii. Didn't Didn't we just go over this last week? And the other two are like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 right? So they have this contest, and the first prize, Nintendo Wii. Second prize is tickets to see Justin Timberlake. So uh, we do the show. We, we, you know, we, we make fun of them. They're doing some kind of dumb game, right? 
and we leave. Day's over, we leave, we're gone. I went up to Tahoe. That's when Satana had first moved to Tahoe, so I was spending the night up there. And I get a voicemail the next morning. <laughs> this weed contest story was so moist. <laughs> I get a voicemail from one of my partners on the show saying, dude, they killed a person. And I was like, what? I called him back. He told me the whole story. I'm like, no shit. Turned out one of the ladies drank so much water and didn't pee. And that was the, the rule of the contest. You had to drink all this water. I think she drank like two, maybe three gallons of water and didn't pee in like four hours. She pretty much drowned her organs. They even had a nurse call up. And this was the most damning thing because it was played on all the news stations around, right? Oh, she signed a waiver. It doesn't matter if she dies or not. That was said on the air. By the way, by a guy who's doing morning radio right now in North Carolina. I just want to point that out. How I've been blackballed from terrestrial radio, yet someone who's murdered someone can be on a radio station. But I digress. There's another one that's, uh, I think, in Utah, and then one in New York. I want to say, I think the girl is in New York City. New York City! Not a good point for it. So... We get to work Monday. We have this big meeting to where we are told the three of us are sat down. It's like we did the murdering. And they said, you are not to talk about this. You cannot mention it. You cannot say it in passing. You cannot say a word. And we abided. We did not live it. We, we did not say a word about it. So it turns out the woman's family sued the radio station, rightfully so, sued Nintendo, and sued Justin Timberlake. Now, the judge threw out Nintendo and Justin Timberlake because they had nothing to do with it, and they won a healthy sum of money from the radio station. Now, this is at the time when we had a boss named the Big Kahuna. The Big Kahuna was by far the greatest man I ever met who worked in radio. Easily. The greatest man I ever met. I admire this man to this day. I still talk to him. Um, and he didn't get fired. And he should not have been fired. People were like, well, why didn't, why didn't so-and-so get fired? Because after we had that meeting on Thursday, he had a meeting with all the program directors and all of the promotions directors. See, this is back in a time when radio stations, now you have one person running every station that's in the building. So you have one person that's pro, uh, promotions director for in like Sacramento. One person is running the End, 98 Rock, and the Eagle. Which, by the way, is stupid. It's, it, it, it's ridiculous what radio's done, but I digress. I, I don't want to get into that right now. But at this time in radio, we all had our own sales staffs. We had our own promotion staff. Kahuna sat down with every leader and said, look, if you have a promotion, you have to run it by me first. We all agreed. I said, okay. 
and we ran all of our shit by. I mean, look, look, we were, we were the black sheep of the intercom family. Like it, but we didn't kill anybody. We were the black sheep of the intercom family, yet we made that company so much money. But we were the black sheep. I wanted, that's the funniest part about the whole thing. Nobody wanted us there. Oh, wow, these kids are pretty good. Oh, but to get back to the story, so the, the program director, he told the promotions girl not to tell the kahuna. And they did this because it was already in play. He got fired. The promotions girl got fired. She's never worked in radio again. That guy worked in radio in Sacramento. Let's see. Uh, I learned that car. Aren't you telling any stories are absolute pure radio gold? Well, thank you. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'll never forget that. That that one was – but, see, that changed radio because, like I was talking about, those great big parties, we had a giant one planned, and as soon as that happened, we couldn't get insurance anymore because the radio station, they had spent all their money on insurance, and the insurance ended up paying off the tens of millions of dollars they had to pay that family. I always wanted to ask, do you think they bought a, a Nintendo Wii with that, that settlement money? It's the first time I've ever told that joke. Oof. <laughs> that's a doozy. <laughs> that, that, that's one of those, like, liver punches. Where, where, but you've seen the boxer, right? Get hit, and all of a sudden, he, like two seconds later, <laughs> that's what that was. I don't know Carter. No. Uh, All right, so we got the Lake Mead story. Uh, Brett just sent me a story about a second one. I'll get to that one tomorrow. Um, She won, right? So the family had had a wee. Oh, yeah, she did win. Oh, the family won. Oh, absolutely. I heard somewhere that all three of those jackholes won their wrongful termination suit. Was that true? Uh, I believe I believe that they did, and that's why they were allowed to work back in radio. Because I'll tell you this right now, Lucas and Maney were the main two guys on that show, and they had traded girls like two or three times. And the, the latest girl is the one that works in New York because she's halfway attractive. Lucas and Maney were no talent to begin with. Lucas and Maney, Lucas, the leader of that show, tried to fight me once, and that almost ended terribly for him. They were, yeah. They didn't give him the Wii after that? Who'd they give it to? Well, the winner, because she didn't win. But, yeah, one morning, once again, the black sheep's here. One morning, I was doing my customary walk, 
And I walked by the in-studio when it had Lucas and Mania and the broad in there. And uh, I, walked, I was walking through there, and they had somebody dressed up like a chicken. Now, look. We had made it to this point now. We were at a point, finally, where I, the, 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 the whole idea of chicken outfits no longer appealed to us. Now, I will tell you right now, there is nothing wrong with dressing like a chicken to promote your radio station. There's nothing wrong if you're a new show and you're trying to get the name out. I full-on expect you to dress like Jason Voorhees every Friday the 13th and go to a go to a fucking street corner somewhere. I expect you to to rent a turkey costume and hand out turkey pot pies the day before Thanksgiving. Why do I recommend that? Because I've done all those things. All those stunts work. That's see that that's the beauty and by the way you don't give a fuck what people say. So, as I'm walking by their studio, I see a young man dressed up like a chicken. With a cape on for so he's like super chicken. So I go back in the studio and I start making fun of it, you know, off the air. And then we go on the air and I'm like, yeah, that'll work for him. Now look here, look here. I said that because at that time, that was a time in our career that we we let it last for a long, long time, that we were very proud of our ratings. And we let we we would let you know how we felt about ourselves, that we were that fucking amazing to be number one for so long. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, it was a bit, but it was a it was a good feeling bit. But I went on the air and said, yeah, they got somebody dressed like a chicken. That'll work for them. And I didn't mean it to say, like, the chicken idea is stupid. It was meant as a, that'll work for them, because they have to compete against us. You see, it was so much worse. That was, that was the sad part about when he confronted me the next Monday, because whoever put our promos together... They put that bit in there for the weekend promo. If you weren't listening to the last Arnie State show, this is what you missed. I said, oh, that'll work, you know, and ha, 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 laughs ensue when we go to commercials. Well, Lucas had heard that. Yeah, (laughs) they still, I don't know what they're bragging about, but hey, good for them. Because I've seen the numbers. I know the truth. Um. But I'm walking around the building, right? And I stop in the break room. And this Lucas fellow looks at me. I'm like, hey, dude, how you doing? I was a friendly guy. Off the air, I was friendly. I'm like, hey, dude, how you doing? He looks at me. He goes, you're fucking bullshit. Now, at this time in my life, I was not on drugs. I was still working out and playing a lot of softball. So I might have had some illegal Andrustine Dione in me that made me a little bit more aggressive. And I said, excuse me? He goes, you heard me. You're bullshit. And he walked away, and I just started laughing. So I casually walked to the studio, and I look at my partner, and I said, if that motherfucker says one more thing about me, I'm going to kick the shit out of him live on the air. My partners, who knew me well at the time, knew that that was not a, a, an empty threat. 
Turns out that he heard the promo run on the weekend. <laughs> I always leave this part out. Because I, I leave this part out of the story because I don't like to be portrayed as a dick at any time, even though I do love being portrayed as a dick. Because this was one of those one of those rare, real, real dick moments for me. So we have to have a meeting. It's our program director, the prince of programming, the general manager, the kahuna, and all those people who were going to be fired in the next two years anyway, including their program director. So kahuna starts the meeting. He says, "What, what, what, what seems to be the problem? And they took over. We just sat back. I was told, just listen. I was like, okay, I'll listen until I have to say my thing. So the the leader of the show, Lucas, he starts bitching. Oh, they don't treat us with respect. They talk shit about us. Blah, 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 blah. And the Cahoon's like, well, wait, wait. What exact shit did they talk about? And, he's, and he mentioned the promo. And he goes, well, where did you hear that? And Lucas goes, well, I heard it on 98 Rock this weekend when I was listening. And I pipe up with, can't even listen to your own radio station either, huh? <laughs> I, 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 I got a very, very stern looking at from the big kahuna. My, cro- my program director's head went down, and I think I heard a from the, 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 the two next to me. Anyways. And that's when the kahuna stepped in. He goes, so they made fun of you? And and the prince of pro, if you don't know who this guy is. This guy is at the time, and I still like the guy. The guy's a good guy. He's just... He just fucked up in the head a little bit. One of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. He's a good guy. Just doesn't really have a backbone. And, uh, but at the time, the Prince of Programming, they, they wrote an article about him. In Sacramento, they got picked up by a national magazine and called him the Prince of Programming. So, of course, we're going to go with that and call him that because it's it's so fucking terrible. But he's the guy who, who picked out the songs. And look, look, don't, don't hate the guy for this. But he's the guy who picked out all the songs for, like, three of Metallica's records. He got invited by Metallica to come down and listen. So he's a pretty big influence in radio. And he looks at him, he goes, you guys all know me. And they're like, yeah. He goes, they fucking ripped me apart. He goes, that's what they do. <laughs> now, I will say that I have, I, have, I have accused certain people that I've worked with for parroting, for stealing from me, which happened in this meeting as well. Because that's when Maney decided to fucking chirp up. He goes... Oh, okay, so that means we'll just talk bad about you guys then. And that's when the quote-unquote leader of our show, 
decided to Arnie the situation and say, oh, good, you'll give us both of your listeners. <laughs> I, la- I laughed at that one. I just laughed. I was like, well, you ain't going to fire me. I- I've never had that attitude like, you ain't going to fire me, motherfucker. That day I had it, though. And, and I got to say, it was it was nice having the cocky attitude for a little while, but you always got to think about getting fired. But that day I knew I was not getting fired for making fun of them. Oh, oh that was fun going down memory lane like that. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Mm-mm-mm. Can you post the ratings for Dumb and Dumber Show? They say number one, but I have doubts. I, I, I can't post them because I'm not privy to them right now. So they could be number one right now. I don't know. But if they think that they're number one by, by the, the distance that they used to be, well, I can tell you that went away a long, long time ago. And I had to work with shit and Joe. Look at that. See, I made it rhyme. Oh, yeah. All right, here you go. Here, here. Last story of the day. Last story of the day. Here you go. And this is when I was working with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. Now, I, I talk very highly of myself, and I like to think highly of myself because I don't expect anybody else to. But I was paid such a great compliment in Sacramento. And this is why I always love the people of Sacramento. Um. We found out that my dad had about six months left to live. I found that out at the same time that uh, a, a new sports station was starting in Reno. And I said, you know, things are starting to kind of go good in Sacramento in the afternoon show. It's, it's not horrible like it was. We're, we're making things work. I, I can see it. You know, it, being in the business as long as you have, you can see when things start to change and start to evolve and get better. And I could see that happening. My dad called me and said he had six months to live. And I said, well, this is a no-brainer. So I called up the ugly-shirted station manager, who, by the way, is the second greatest man I ever worked with in radio. I mean, it's almost a tie with him and the big kahuna because – they were so influential and so good and fair. That's what you don't get a lot these days is fairness. And these guys were fair. If I fucked up, they held me accountable for it, and rightfully so. They didn't treat me any better or any worse than anybody. I just They were treated me like a human being. I love those two men. I, I do, I, and I can say it from my heart. I love those men. So I, I called the ugly shirt station man, and I said, look, man, I, I don't want to bail on you in this project of the afternoon show, but my dad had six months to live. He goes, you are out of your contract as soon as you want. Just say when. I said, look, I want to be honest with you. There's a possibility that I'm going to get offered a job doing sports radio here, and I don't want you to think I'm leaving there. For He goes, Arnie, I know you, and I know how you know radio. There's no way I think you're leaving a show in the, thir- the 18th biggest market, 
to go to Market 99 to start a fucking sports show. I said, okay. Next day, I accepted the job at the sports station. I didn't tell anybody. I couldn't tell anybody. So next day, we come on the air, and we announce that I am leaving Sacramento. I'm going to be back with my dad. He's only got six months left to live. By the way, he lived to the date, or uh, like two weeks past the date. It was like six months and two weeks. So I, I went back, no, no problem there. But when, when, when I, I said it on the air, I wanted to give my two weeks. And that's something they never do in radio. If, you, if you're leaving a radio station, you're gone. As soon as you say you're done there, you're gone. Ugly shirt. Said, no, no, you're going to you're, you're, you're gonna get your two weeks. We're going to let you go out. You've earned that. And the last day I was in Sacramento on the air was September 1st. Was that 2016? Yeah, yeah, September 1st, 2016. It was the last day I was on the air there. Great show. I made it that way. The numbers came out that day. The ratings came out that day. The afternoon show had the highest numbers in the entire building. I want I want to say that again. The afternoon show had the highest numbers in the building. That includes mornings, middays, nights, and overnights. And by the way, it wasn't even close. I left Sacramento number one. I look back on that. I'm very proud of that. Proud of what I did. Now, since then, those two idiots took that show and shit it down a toilet, and then they got it out of the toilet and put it in a bigger toilet known as iHeartRadio and have continued to flush it down the toilet every day since then. But, yes, that was the, uh, the, the end of me in Sacramento, so there you go. Uh, there may be uh, one in one category that say they're number one and make it sound across the board uh, false. Oh, yeah. Like, like you can be – look, let, let me break this down for you, numbers, real quick, because I, I, I can talk about how ratings are done now. Uh, they will go to any means necessary. They're like sports information directors. I know you probably don't know what that is, but sports information director is the guy who tells you how many games that team has won on Thursdays in March? He'll know that number right off the top of his head. And that's what they do with the ratings. So if, if you break down a category of females from 18 to 25, you can be number one in that category. You can be number 36 in every other age group. You're number one in that category, 12 to 25-year-old girls. You can say, the number one rated station. You can say it. 
There's no rules saying you can't say it. Now, here's the problem. And I will tell you this, and this is, this is the God's honest truth. When we said we were number one, we had the categories. Men, 18 to 34. Women, 18 to 34. Men, 25 to 54. Women, 25 to 54. All those numbers, we were number one in. Living here in Sacramento, I could never listen to the dog shit and jerk off show. And then eventually I got tired of another show after you left and finally found you again. And thank God. Amen. Thank God you found me. Thanks to dog shit, iHeartRadio is now called I Heard Radio. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how, I, I honestly don't know how they, they, they keep cashing paychecks. Mm-hmm. We used to only have a handful of sponsors. Now they have 50. Yeah, fucking, it, it's such a joke. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you guys for being here on this wonderful, fantastic... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Till then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a great hump day and adios, everybody. Baby, just like you, it's something new I just had to try. I didn't plan on it, but a sip and you'll want it. It's a beautiful high. Perfect recipe. Baby, you and me, the secret's been found. Let's pour one right now. I'm talking about Cody Gold. Take it with me everywhere I go. It's tequila, baby, don't you know? Let's sip and you're ready to roll. Make it down in Mexico. This thing called Holly's School, where the beautiful agaves grow. I'm talking about Cody Gold. Try it, I'll try it too I don't care if it's a habit As long as you have it And I have it with you I still like cruise I'll be singing to you On the way home We'll make this our song I'm talking about Cody Gold Take it with me everywhere I go It's tequila, baby, don't you know Little sip and you're ready to roll Make it down in Mexico Let's they call Holly School Where the beautiful agaves grow I'm talking about Cody Gold Surprise, throw it back and close your eyes I'm talking about Cody Gold Take it with me everywhere I go Miss Keela, baby, don't you know Little sip and you're ready to roll Make it down in Mexico
Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.